when your clients leave you all healed and whole and healthy, when they review your services, they are not gonna just talk about, oh my God, I can't believe the way she broke down insulin resistance. <laughs> they might be proud that you taught them that, but that's not what's going on in the review form. That's not what's going on the Google review form. What they're gonna talk about is who they became as a result of working with you. What they're gonna talk about is what they were able to feel as a result of working with you. They're gonna talk about their feelings. They're gonna talk about emotions. They're gonna talk about how they changed their behavior based on how you elevated their mindset. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. Hey, what's up coaches? Let's talk about the one thing that every health coach, but especially plant-based health coaches, must master sooner than later. So we're coming right off of an open enrollment period over at the Plant Protocol. And I've been having some really good conversations with you guys. And I want to clear something up today because a lot of times when health coaches aren't health coaching, when they aren't promoting themselves, when they aren't actively inviting people to work with them in their business, I find it's because they think they lack one thing when they really need to master another. And so I'm going to tell you what that thing is. So this is the one thing that every health coach, but especially plant-based health coaches, must master sooner than later. If you're new here, I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Plant Protocol, plant-based coaching certification. I help plant-based vegans package their passion and their lifestyle into a specialized health coaching business. That's how I started my career. I am a plant-based vegan and I started my career with my signature program, Farm to Table. I taught it for over five years directly to the public, direct to consumer. Now it is a licensing program that we license out to organizations and private practice physicians. But I have years of experience with being a plant-based health coach and I had this same misconception when I was first starting out and a lot of you do too. So here's what most aspiring health coaches think. They think that the reason they're not qualified to coach or that they're not quite ready yet to start coaching people or at least to start charging people, you might already be coaching for free because that's how most health coaches start off. We just give it away for free in the beginning. And so what they mostly think is they're not qualified because they don't know enough science. So the big mistake they make is thinking, let me go out and spend more months, sometimes years learning more science. And this is especially true for plant-based health coaches. We're like, I don't know enough about food. I don't know enough about nutrition. I don't know enough about macros and micros. I don't know enough science, so I'm not qualified to coach someone. 
And so what they do is they try and collect all of the information they can, whether it be certifications, reading books, free events, online summits, you name it. We go and we try and gather up all of the information we can about nutrition science and even lifestyle science, right? And while that is absolutely necessary, like do not get me wrong, I do not want to minimize the importance of nutrition and lifestyle science. However, the next mistake we make is we think that once we have a whole bunch of nutrition and lifestyle science under our belt, that now we're qualified to coach somebody. But that is not the totality of the case, all right? We're like, let me learn more and then I'll help people or then I'll charge people to help them. In the meantime, I'm not qualified. Like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I didn't go to school for this. I just lost weight myself and I fell in love with health and wellness. So I'm not qualified, right? But what you don't realize is that typically when health coaches decide to become health coaches, first and foremost, is because of a personal transformation. And it's actually in that personal transformation that makes you the most qualified to be a coach. Let me explain, right? What you think you're lacking is book knowledge. What you're really lacking is a fundamental understanding of what you had to do and who you had to become to get the transformation you got. So let me make it crystal clear. The one thing that every health coach, but especially plant-based health coaches, must master sooner than later to really qualify them to charge people and to help people is the mindset of your prospects. So what you think you need to know more about is how the kidneys work and understanding protein on a plant-based diet and understanding how people get all of their vitamins and sustenance. And while that's true, trust me when I tell you, it does not matter how much information you gather. It does not matter how many books you read, how many online summits you go to. Once you have that information and once you tell that to your clients, you are still going to run into non-compliance. So then my question to you becomes, what now? You went out and studied all the science. You went out and got all the scientific information under your belt. You got the studies to back it up. You got the references to all the books and the doctors that's on the marketplace. But what happens when you transfer that knowledge to your clients, i.e. teach them? That's what teaching is, the transference of information. So what happens when you transfer that knowledge to your clients and they are still not complying? They're still eating the junk. They're still running back to the meat, eggs, and dairy. They're still not exercising. They're still not prioritizing sleep, rest, and recovery. They're still not doing everything they can to get stress out of their life. What happens when you teach them the harmful effects of engaging in all of those things and they still don't do it? Now you're at a roadblock. You're at a standstill because you're like, yo, I went out and learned all this science. I just taught them the science. Why are they not compliant? And I'm going to tell you why. It's because your value as a coach is not in what you know, but your value as a health coach is who you help your clients to become. That is why the most important thing you need to learn and master above and beyond nutrition and lifestyle science is the mindset of your client. Now, here's the small print to this. Here's the caveat. Hey coach, pardon the interruption, but I'm popping in to tell you about our next plant-based business masterclass, which is super exciting for two reasons. The first 
I'm partnering with the Black Veg Society to bring you a three-part masterclass training series for the remainder of 2023. And the first one is happening on Wednesday, October 11th at 6.30 p.m. EST. I am going to teach you the one thing you must have before starting a health coaching business. The second reason this is really exciting is because I'm introducing a brand new segment to these masterclasses. I've literally never done this before. Now, I'm introducing a segment called DNR. In the medical world, DNR stands for do not resuscitate. However, in my masterclasses, DNR stands for do not record. During this special segment, I am going to focus on personal development. In other words, who do you need to become in order to be a successful health coach? So while I want to make sure you have all of the strategy to run a successful health coaching business, I also want to make sure you have the identity necessary to run a successful health coaching business. And that's what this DNR segment is all about. And if it hasn't been evident this will not be recorded. So in order to get the personal development segment of the masterclass, you have to be in the room live. Yes, you have to be in the virtual room live to get the personal development segment of this masterclass. So listen, I need you to click the link in the show notes, get registered for this complimentary plant-based business masterclass in partnership with the Black Bitch Society going down on Wednesday, October 11th. I'll see you there. Now back to the show. You cannot master the mindset of your prospects if you don't have a specialization. Now, I don't know if y'all new here. This might be your first episode, your hundredth episode, your hundredth time hearing from me. But if you've never heard me teach or talk about the importance of having a specialization, the first thing I would recommend is going to the podcast, the Plant Protocol podcast, and listening to episodes three and 33. Those are the two episodes where I really, really, really talk about the importance of having a specialization and how to specialize, okay? So if you're interested in understanding better why you should be specializing as a plant-based health coach and where you should begin with specializing, then listen to episodes three and 33. Now, 33 just dropped literally yesterday. So episode 33 is barely 24 hours old, okay? <laughs> and episode three was many, many months ago, like many, many months ago. But listen to those episodes if you are unclear on how or why you should be specializing. But listen, in order to master the mindset of your prospects, you have to have a specialization first. It is impossible, not nearly impossible, but it is impossible to master the mindset of your prospects if you're trying to help everybody. I get everybody could benefit from eating more plants. I get everybody can benefit from more exercise. I get everybody can benefit from whatever type of health coaching you do. And you're like, no, Lise, I can help everybody because everybody needs to drink water. Everybody needs to give up sugar. Everybody needs to eat fruits and vegetables. Everybody needs to exercise. Everybody needs to get rid of stress. Everybody, everybody, everybody needs mindfulness, whatever vehicles you use in your program. It's fine. You're right. Everybody does need that, but you are not qualified to help everybody. Why are you not qualified to help everybody? Because coaching is not teaching. Coaching is helping somebody work through the resistance they feel when it's time to apply what you taught them. The resistance that they are going to feel is going to be different for every single person if you have this wide range of people in your program. So the only way to truly help somebody work through the resistance they feel when it's time to do the things you taught them is you have to have like minds in the room. You have to have a fundamental 
and deep level understanding of their psychological state. You can only master the psychological state of your prospects if you specialize. Because if you're like, it doesn't matter what their goals are, at least I can help them if they need to lose weight. I can help them if they have diabetes. I can help them if they just want to eat more plants for ethical reasons. I can help them even if they're athletes. If you're like, I can help anybody. It is impossible to master the mindset, i.e. the psychological state of your prospects, which means while your teaching may be fire, your coaching is going to be lacking. While your teaching may be fire, your coaching is going to be subpar because you have not mastered the psychological state of an athlete and a diabetic and a somebody with obesity and somebody who's battling heart disease and somebody, right? Like it's impossible. And when I say master the psychological state of these individuals, I'm talking about you ought to understand what they've tried before they got to you. You need to understand their doubts, their worries, their fears. You have to understand what traditional medicine is recommending versus what you're recommending. So you can have a intellectual response to those things. Like what an athlete is trying to achieve by going plant-based, it's going to be very different than what a diabetic is trying to achieve by going plant-based, which is going to be very different than what a person with obesity is trying to achieve by going plant-based, which means their, their perspectives, their fears, their worries, their doubts are all going to be very different. So that's what you want to prioritize mastering. Most people are not coaching because they're like, I don't know enough science. And then you think you can apply that science to everybody and you cannot. If your program is designed for everyone, that means it's not designed for someone. And that is going to pose a huge problem. The marketplace is going to swallow you up because you're not talking to anybody. It's going to be nearly impossible to display mastery around any specific sophisticated problem, which is going to significantly increase or decrease actually the amount you're able to charge because you have mastery. You don't have mastery over anything, right? And so in order to really perform at a high level as a health coach, and especially a plant-based health coach, you must master the psychological state, the psychology of your prospects. And you can only do that if you specialize, if you niche down. Now, listen, the reason this is so important, especially for a plant-based health coach, is because don't nobody want to give up eggs for real. No, let's make it real plain. Don't nobody want to give up cheese. That is not desirable. If you're out here advertising the fact that you help somebody give up cheese and sugar <laughs> and chicken wings, you already losing. Don't nobody really want to do that. People are willing to do it for the pursuit of the outcome, which is weight loss, which is lower blood pressure, which is, you know, no more cramping at that time in the month. Like people are willing to do it, but nobody actually wants to do it. So in order to get people to change, you have to master their psychological state. In order to master their psychological state, you must have a specialization. Because if you want a diabetic to give up cheese, you're gonna take a different approach to the conversation than you would if you wanted an athlete to give up cheese. Like cheese causes a lot of inflammation in our body. That's gonna be impactful for a diabetic, but that's really gonna be impactful for an athlete. Now cheese is also full of saturated fat. That's the approach to the conversation you would take with a diabetic because they have insulin resistance because of all the fat. 
So if you're telling them cheese is the number one source of saturated fat in the standard American diet, then that's going to hit different with the diabetic, whereas the athlete is going to be more moved by the fact that cheese is one of the top causes of inflammation in the body because they're trying to bend, squat, run, flip, whatever. And inflammation is probably a trigger word for them, whereas with diabetics, the saturated fat is going to be more triggering, right? Even though you're teaching both populations the importance of giving up cheese. So it is super important that you understand the fears, doubts, worries, previous attempts, other things they're considering. And you can only do that when you specialize. Let me see. Somebody on Instagram said, do you think that people find it much easier to follow a health regimen if they find that their plants are beneficial to their health and have a pleasant taste? So this is a good question. Do you think people find it much easier I'm assuming that you're saying if they believe that plants are beneficial to their health and have a pleasant taste. So in answering this question, I'll say this. It's almost safe to assume that everybody knows plants has been beneficial to their health. Like you're going to have a few people that might try and argue with you like, no, we don't need vegetables. It doesn't matter. But it's safe to assume that they already know that plants are beneficial to their health. Now, you as their coach, you're going to go deeper and tell them why. You might tell them, you know, this is where we get antioxidants from. This is where we get fiber from. Like, here's the more detailed, nuanced benefits of plants. But people already know that. People already know on the basic level that fruits and vegetables are good for our health. So telling them more of that may not necessarily move the needle as much as far as their compliance. Now, the second part of your question says, and that they have a pleasant taste. Now, the issue with that part is that pleasant taste is subjective, right? See, when somebody has done the work to get certain things off their taste buds, like me, I don't consume sugar, you know, I don't consume meat, I don't consume dairy. So my palate has completely changed, meaning, you know, biting into something that's deep fried and oily and fatty is not as pleasing to my palate as somebody who still eats that way. So for me, saute kale and garlic and spinach without a bunch of butter or whatever, it's going to be pleasing to my palate. Whereas somebody who, you know, still feels the need to smother their vegetables in oil or fat, my way of sauteing and eating them is not going to be as pleasant. So you can absolutely promote the fact that they can have a pleasant taste, but then you also have to set expectations, right? That it's going to take time for the taste buds to change. This new way of cooking is going to take some time to get used to. If you're trying to teach somebody to eat plants in a healthy manner, having a pleasant taste is totally subjective. Because if somebody currently satisfies their sweet tooth with candy and soda, it's going to be very different than me who satisfies my sweet tooth with watermelon, right? And so a pleasant taste is super subjective. So yes, I think it can be helpful, of course, because you want to warn your clients that like it does get better. <laughs> but if you have them like on day one eating fruits and vegetables, but on day zero, they were eating like deep fried meat, smothered meat, you know, oil, butter, all of that stuff. Pleasant is still going to be subjective. Right. And so it's really important. So besides teaching them the benefits of eating plants and teaching them that things can have a pleasant taste. You need to go a step further and master psychology. So many coaches think they're not qualified because they don't know enough science when the truth of the matter is the one thing that they really need to master to help people 
they've already mastered if they choose a specialization right because they've already done it. Like if you're trying to help somebody overcome a mood disorder like depression, or if you're trying to help somebody overcome a health issue like gout or diabetes or kidney failure or fatty liver disease, and you've already personally done it, you've already mastered the primary thing you need to help them, which is the psychological state that they're in. Because the best part of coaching is not what you teach them, but it's in who you help them to become. Our value as coaches is not in all the science we've studied, but it's in the understanding of cognitive behavioral change. Cognitive behavioral coaching is the type of coaching that we teach our coaches inside of the plant protocol, right? And what cognitive behavioral coaching is, is very simply the link or the relationship between our thoughts, which then informs our beliefs, which then informs our decisions. Our thoughts, which then inform our beliefs, which then informs our decisions. So while you're thinking, wait, 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 I don't know enough about the kidneys to help somebody. You're probably right. Study that. But while you're studying that, you also need to study. Okay, if I'm helping somebody with CKD, chronic kidney failure, and the reason I'm helping them is because I've specialized in that because I've overcame CKD myself. What were the thoughts that were informing my beliefs before I was healed? What fears did I have? What did I think? Like, oh, I thought eating high amounts of animal protein was safe, which informed my decision to take all carbs out of my diet and instead of focusing on plant protein, which is safer for the kidneys, right? Like what thoughts were informing your decisions at that time versus, you know, what you believe now? That will be more valuable to your clients than trying to explain to them how the pancreas releases insulin, insulin resistance versus insulin sensitivity. Of course, you need to know that, but sometimes we think that's all we need to know. And now, boom, I'm ready to be a phenomenal coach. When you have put absolutely no time into studying psychology, the science of behavior change and cognitive behavioral coaching techniques. That is what you need to master. When your clients leave you all healed and whole and healthy, when they review your services, they are not gonna just talk about, oh my God, I can't believe the way she broke down insulin resistance. (laughs) They might be proud that you taught them that, but that's not what's going on in the review form. That's not what's going on the Google review form. What they're gonna talk about is who they became as a result of working with you. What they're going to talk about is what they were able to feel as a result of working with you. They're going to talk about their feelings. They're going to talk about emotions. They're going to talk about how they changed their behavior based on how you elevated their mindset. Okay. And you can't elevate a person's mindset if you don't understand their current mindset. So this is going to be really important, guys. This is going to be really important. So the one thing that a plant-based health coach, all health coaches, but especially plant-based health coaches, because nobody really wants to give up cheese and chicken. (laughs) So the one thing that every plant-based health coach must master sooner than later is the psychological state of their prospects. But you can only do that if you've already specialized. If you are not specialized, if you're not sure where to begin, and I would highly, highly recommend going back and listening to episodes number three and 33 of the Plant Protocol Podcast. Three and 33 of the Plant Protocol Podcast, because I really dig into specializing 
And if you just want help on specializing and building out your plant-based coaching program, we're not enrolling right now, but you could totally get your application in at theplantprotocol.com and we can work with you and help you build this out together. Now, listen, I just did something really super special for you guys. So like last month, I taught a plant-based business masterclass that went really, really well. Five-star reviews from everybody that was in attendance, okay? And during that plant-based masterclass, plant-based business masterclass, it was entitled the two assets that you must have to stand out in a saturated market. Well, I taught that masterclass and it went super well. And I offered at the end of that masterclass, I offered a plant-based business audit. If you're interested in taking the audit, no charge to you. You just want to take the audit. You want to kind of assess the health of your current coaching business. Then click the link in the bio or in the show notes or in the caption, wherever you're watching this or listening to this, and you can get access to the plant-based business audit. Now, only live attendees to my masterclasses actually get to then have a one-on-one private session with me to dissect the results of their audit. So you can only get the one-on-one private session with me if you attend one of our plant-based business classes. However, you can take the audit today. If you wanna assess your own business, get a better idea of what things should be happening in your business, what you should have, then just click the link in the bio or in my show notes and take the plant-based business audit. I'm telling you, it would change the game for you. It's 20 questions, 20 yes or no questions. It only takes about seven minutes and you can really now assess the health of your own health coaching business because some of us are really flying by the seat of our pants and I wanna see us do a little bit better. All I've done is taken everything that I did to create a successful plant-based coaching program over the past six to seven years and package it into this audit and package it into my certification. So if you want to take that audit, click the link in the show notes and get that audit. All right. I hope this was helpful for you guys today. Until next time, y'all. Bye. You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the plant protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.